0: this is preps kc's football friday night driven by the mccarthy auto group preps kc's football friday night is also brought to you by RE-MAX and by the sports medicine and performance center at the university of kansas health system beunion.com dick sporting goods xfinity by comcast dm law and by price chopper here's your host dion clisso
1: Week 14 of Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgans. And coach, it's a uh, championship week in Kansas, semifinal week on the Missouri side. Uh, and all of them are in semifinals this year with the changes in the classification. Class 6 is uh, finally on the same calendar as everyone else again for the first time in uh, a long time. <laughs> but, uh, probably to 2015, I think, was the last time they were on the same calendar. So. Uh, it's going to be a fun gonna be a fun week this week, and uh, we've got some great games last week leading up to this, and uh, we've got some great championship games on the Kansas side this week as well.
2: Before we talk about this week, we have to talk about that game last week with Mill Valley and Blue Valley Southwest. We just got to hear your perspective of that whole event.
1: We will do that here in just a second. Um, we'll go ahead and get a rundown of the show this week, our first hour is our Kansas Hour. Um, we're also going to have some more Simone talk. The Simone ballot came out. Uh, Tuesday evening at seven o'clock and people are voting now and the voting goes through uh, Sunday afternoon. And then the uh, finalists will be named on Sunday evening. Uh, We'll talk about that here in a minute uh, after um, we give you a rundown. Our first segment, the next segment is going to be St. Thomas College coach, Randy dryling and mill Valley coach, Joel Appleby. They're both in the state championship games coach. Our third segment is going to be Jesse Owen from Gardner Edgerton. He's got a state championship game in six a, and then we'll close out the Kansas hour. Like we always do with our own Ryan Wallace. Our second hour will be on Missouri hour. We're going to talk with North Platte coach Jared Quigley um, in the first segment. He's got his team in a semifinal. Uh, and then we'll talk with St. Pius, the 10th coach, Anthony Simone jr. He's got his team in a semifinal in class three against Seneca. We'll talk with our own Cole young. Then we'll clo- get our third segment with the, the heavyweight hitters here. Coach Rockers, coach Kelly, Nanaho, Liberty North coach, Andy Learman as they set to go in class six, and then we'll close it out with our, uh, Andy Meyer and our picks with the pros. Yes. Let's start off with last week here real quick. And, Aquinas dominated and won. Um, good for Tong and Oxy, first time ever in the semis. Uh, but Aquinas won that game. They're all into play and over Central in the state championship. We'll close to dive in with that with Coach Ryling. Gardner Edgerton got down three to nothing to Blue Valley and then outscored them thirty-five to three the rest of the way. Their defense really uh, tightened up and and played great in that game. And they're on to play Derby in the six A championship game. We're going to talk with Coach Owen. But the game of the year might have been Mill Valley and Blue Valley Southwest. And that game started out, it looked like, you know, Middle Valley's defense gets a stop and they go right down the field and they get a stop and they go right down the field. and It looks like, man, they're going to get going. But Blue Valley or Blue Valley Southwest coach fought and clawed and kicked and scratched and did a great job defensively slowing them down. Um, And it's really impressive what they did.
2: You know what? Didn't they have like, they went 30 points or they had a 30 point run on yes. Mill Valley, right? Yes. And you got, got up, back they were up in the game.
1: They were up two scores and, and um, got it to, it was, I think it was 40, 47 35, I think is what it was. And Mill Valley got the score and they got a stop. And with three minutes left, they get the ball back and they go down. Third down, they th- try a pass to throw the score of the touchdown from the seven yard line. It's incomplete. Uh, and then on the last play of the game, Daniel Blaine calls his own number, a quarterback run, dives into the end zone. There was no time on the clock. There was three seconds when that ball was snapped, and he goes all, all seven yards and dives into the end zone uh, for the win, and the place went crazy. And then on the other side was, uh, of that game, you saw the coaches come together, You know, and just a lot of respect for each other. Gus Hawkins, the outstanding defensive offensive lineman for uh, Mill Valley, is seen hugging a Blue Valley Southwest kid who was down because they lost the game. So two great teams, great sportsmanship, just fantastic. That's what high school football should be all about. Coach. Two teams with a lot of class. Yes. A lot of class, no doubt. So um, it was good to see. And and then we're going to go more into depth in the, the weeks uh, this week's games with the coaches specifically, but let's go ahead and and talk about the Simone ballot, which is out this year, coach. And let's start with the Taylor. That'll be the first one um, awarded. And these are, Alphabetical order by last name, and we will start with a name a lot of people are uh, very familiar with. Aiden Bruce, the senior wide receiver, and he played a little bit of running back for uh, Olathe North. Tate Everard from Blue Valley Southwest, the outstanding receiver. Lexton Grafke from Lansing, a 1,000-yard guy uh, for a Lansing team. Isaiah Holthouse, the outstanding wide receiver for Tonganoxie. Um, 13 touches on his 32 catches, Coach, averaging 21.5 yards a catch. Oh, um, so yeah, he he definitely uh is is outstanding. Uh Tommy Hutzler from St. Pius, another guy who went over a thousand yards uh this last weekend. Bryce Lasaka from Park Hill, Isaiah Mosey from Lee Summit North, these are names everybody's familiar with, Cam Meyer uh, from Blue Valley West, Alex Parks from Blue Valley Southwest, and Keelan Smith from Liberty North. That's your Taylor Award winners, coach. That's a really good group in.
2: You know what? These are guys who can go the distance with long passes or they're great short route runners. They just do it all. Next up is the uh, Bobby Bell Award to the top offensive lineman,
1: linebacker, uh, defensive lineman in small class schools, classes one through four. These are some names you've heard before. Uh, Braden Bush was a a finalist last year, the senior linebacker from Pleasant Hill. Spencer Dom, the senior linebacker from St. James Academy. Theo Grace, the junior linebacker from Kearney. Ashton Moore the junior linebacker from Lewisburg. Derek Joyner, the senior offensive lineman, defensive lineman from Grandview. Caden Munson, senior offensive guard, defensive end for Lafayette County. Carl Moley, the junior linebacker from St. Pius the X. Kean Payne, the EKL Defensive Player of the Year, the defensive tackle from St. Thomas Aquinas. Jeremy Schleicher, the offensive lineman from Bishop Miege, And then Bo Smith, the junior offensive defensive lineman from Chillicothe. Some big-time players on that list right there. One of the best groups we've had for the Bell ever, as far as I'm concerned, just depth of player. And there were a lot more players that were close to making this list.
2: And what's amazing about this list is there's six seniors and four juniors. We know some guys are coming back in this category.
1: Yes, and it's definitely a good group. On to the Buchanan, which is the, I like to title the, you will be playing in the NFL out of this group because there's a lot of guys who are out there who who have been up for this award, who are playing in the NFL. Brett Carroll, the senior defensive, uh, offensive lineman for Olathe East. Tommy Coppinger, the linebacker, uh, from Rocker, senior linebacker. Mark Dibiak, senior defensive end from Gardner-Edgerton. Gus Hawkins, we talked about him just a second ago, senior offensive lineman from Mill Valley. Melvin Laster, the two-time winner who may be having his best season ever at linebacker from Liberty North. Dawson Merritt, defensive end uh, linebacker from Blue Valley. Kam- Kamari Moore, for junior defensive tackle for Lee Summit North. Williams, one the senior defensive tackle in for Lee summit North Andrew Sprague, the senior offensive lineman for rockers and Jaden woods, the senior def- or junior defensive end from, uh, uh Mill Valley. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of names in there, but that's a good group too.
2: Everybody on this list certainly helped their teams to have outstanding records. There's nobody on there with just average record. No doubt. All right.
1: The Fontana Award for best all around player on small schools, Hudson Bailey, Sophomore quarterback from St. Pius. Hunter Bailey, the senior running back from Adrian. Declan Battle, the senior quarterback from Lewisburg. Braden Bush, the senior running back. He's a running back as well and linebacker from Pleasant Hill. Colton Bruceman, the senior running back from Tonganoxy. Trey Carter, the senior quarterback from Atchison. Cameron Emmons, the senior running back from Kearney. Kobe Westfall; the junior quarterback from Warrensburg. Caleb Scott, the senior wide receiver, defensive back, kick returner for basel Linwood, And Cam Zahn, the senior quarterback for St. Michael's. Coach, you've seen a few of these kids play.
2: You know what? And it's amazing how many quarterbacks are on this list and how many seniors are on this list. All right. And finally,
1: Simone, Dylan Dunn, the senior quarterback of Blue Valley West Southwest, Wesley Edison, the senior quarterback from Free State, Ethan Hanson, the senior quarterback from Rockers, Hayden Hinkle, the senior quarterback from Oak Park. Elijah Leonard, the senior quarterback from Lee Summit North. Bryce Nornberg, the senior quarterback from the the South. Braven Powell, the junior quarterback from Gardner Edgerton. McGuire Richmond, the junior linebacker, kicker, punter, tight end. I think he does everything there at Blue Valley. Jay Sean Ross, the senior defensive end, wide receiver, noted kick blocker at Liberty North. He impacts all phases of the games. And finally, alphabetically, Ty Williams, a 2,500-yard rusher, senior from Grain, Grain Valley coach. Pretty deep group on this one as well. Another great group of kids.
2: I've had an opportunity, I think, to see six or seven of those guys. And I think it's going to be a six-way tie when the vote comes in.
1: It's it's deep. It's as deep as it's been. Um, with no clear favorite going into this year. Um, there's a lot of guys who can win it. A few of these guys are still playing. They can make some impacts this weekend and, and some of them seasons are done. So um the body of work is there for all these guys. And it's gonna be another great award season, coach. It's always it's always fun. Um, and to see how this shakes out and Next week, we'll be talking about finalists and winners uh, of some of these awards. It's going to be a great one. All right, we come back. We're going to talk with St. Thomas Aquinas coach Randy Jolly and Little Valley coach Joel Appleby. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy.
4: Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the RE-MAX agent. Real estate All-Stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's RE-MAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated. The choice for a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
5: I'm attorney Mike Di A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident that if we take your injury case, and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. Call me. I've got this. 816 888 Mike's got this.
0: Points. Cash. Gear. Sports. With a Dick Scorecard you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dix scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's.
6: Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas health system for their care and you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com
3: chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy.
1: KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgans, that a program like this would be possible with a great partner like the McCarthy Auto Group. They sponsor the $23,000 scholarships of the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association Scholar-Athlete Program. They're a founding partner of Preps KC, and they are the uh, promoting partner of the Simone Awards. They do so many things here in the Metro for high school football and high school sports in general. We appreciate everything they do. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in the coach for one of our REMAX big three games, which this week is easy on the Kansas side because there's only three games, and if you're playing in it, it's a big game. the state championship game. Uh, coach Randy Drowling from St. Thomas Aquinas. and Coach, your team the last few weeks defensively have just imposed your will, and that has really kind of been the, the leading factor for your team. Um, what has not necessarily changed, but that's, that side of the ball has really become a brand and identity for you guys What's kind of been the difference as you've gone through the postseason coming off that little stretch where you guys had some losses?
7: Well, actually, they've been playing pretty well the whole year. Uh, just a couple lapses. I mean, first time we played Miege, the age, they had one touchdown. Uh, we gave them one that, on a pick six. But in um, the first half of the Rockers game, they were unbelievable. So it's been, you know as a body of work the whole year. In fact, they are on pace to set the uh, school record for the least amount of yards given up huh. rushing. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty, you know, they've, they've held their end of the deal. Usually uh, when the game is scored, it's because our offense has turned the ball over and given them short fields. Uh, Blue Valley Southwest game, you know, we uh, several many times we gave the ball inside the 15. So, but no, you're right. They've done a great job and lately have done
2: an outstanding job. Coach, when you and your staff watch Andover, what impresses you about that football team? Well, Andover Central. Well, you know, first, you know, the first
7: thing you got to understand is that they're, you know, they're not going to be intimidated by us. They play big schools. They play bigger schools, and uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, the ability to run the ball and the ability to throw the ball, which obviously most of the teams that we play do. Uh, And our goal, you know, as we said, is to stop, stop the run and force the pass. But they're capable of, you know, hitting. They run some some great pass concepts. A lot of it's similar to what Miage does. Um, they run some, you know, like I said, it's great uh, pass concepts where they can hit you short, but they also like to throw the deep ball too.
1: So uh, solid team, very, very solid team. Offensively, you guys have really kind of found your form, gotten some guys healthy, but also some guys stepped into some spots for you over the last few weeks. Uh, what's that say about your kids, the way that they've just kind of, you know, circle the wagons and, and came, come together the way they have. And then guys have come back and, and been ready to play. Right. When our, you know, when our two running
7: backs went out in the Rockers game, you know, we were at a loss because we don't you know, normally, I like to think I have answers for a lot of things, but I don't have a, I didn't have a third guy ready. Um, you don't, you <laughs> usually don't see that, but these guys that have stepped in uh, Richardson and Mendorf have uh, done a great job of of learning the position because they have never played it before. And so uh, our young guys weren't quite ready. So uh, they've done a great job of, of picking up. You know, Rizzy has played. He played in the Mies game and he played in the Baser game. You know, he's at 80 percent, but he's still, you know, his ability to find the holes and slither through there is, you know, is invaluable. And um, he's going to try to go again this week. He didn't play last week, but he's going to try to go again this week. Um, his 80 percent is still pretty good. And then with those other guys, you know, that's that's just what we've been doing It's kind of throwing this makeshift deal together offensively and and see what's going on. And you're right, we have gotten, you know, we have those two starters on our offensive line out, uh, Carol and Kraft, and they're both back. Um, Can't believe it. Guy gets arm broke, Kraft gets arm broken. in half. They throw a plate on there and now you can play. So, um, but yeah, we're as healthy as we're going to get right
2: now. Coach, talking about your offensive line, how do you feel they match up against that front seven that you're going to see on Saturday?
7: Well, our guys are, you know, used to playing good defensive lines. And so that's an advantage. Our guys are not the biggest guys in the world, but, man, we fire off the ball. And that's something we take a lot of pride in, firing off the ball, getting hat on a hat, and then, you know, finishing the block. And I think uh, Saturday will be a situation where, first of all, we have to identify – you know what defense they're in they've run you know several defenses made a 4-2 an odd front 4-3 sometimes so our guys are gonna have to identify what they're in because we never know you know uh there's no team they've played that, that runs a flex bone so we just have to be ready for anything and that's the biggest thing about our offensive line success is their ability to adapt to what the other team's throwing at us sometimes on the run sometimes play to play different so
1: Special teams as you get into this this portion of the season the last game of the season uh is that something that could be a weapon for you this week
7: well you know we've had some uh last uh i know it was a time uh the uh the baser game uh blake o'brien had a nice punt return for us uh we've been getting yardage on our and return teams um i think heck we got a field goal uh which says that somebody else failed because we're trying to field goal, but uh Normally, normally I like extra points rather than field goals, but I think we're pretty solid there right now in the in the whole overall and special teams
1: area. What does this group meant? I mean, they had some adversity when you guys had that stretch where you lost a few games. What what is what does this group meant to you to, to get to the state championship and the way they played all season, uh, not just in the last few weeks, but especially the last few weeks?
7: Right. Well, you know, the thing is about it is you you know you can't you know you just can't. in, in in sports or in anything, really, you can't set your mind on got to win this week. You know, you got to have a, you got to have a big picture, but then each week's got to be a national championship for you and you got to get ready like it is. And, you know, sometimes you lose by one point and, 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 and a lot of people want to look at, okay, you lost by one, but let's say you won by one, you still play the exact same game, except for that one point. So, whether you win or lose, there's things to fix and there's things to improve on. And over the course and the body of the season, that's what you focus on. How are we getting better this week? Because ultimately, losing and winning week two doesn't matter as long as you stay focused and get better. And that's what these guys have been able to do, I think, is is to turn the page on a win or a loss and then get better for the next week. And
1: then hopefully week after week after until you're where we are right now. Well, Coach, this is the fun time of the year. We get to root for you guys openly. <laughs> and uh, so go go down there and uh, bring out uh, another state championship back to the Kansas City Metro.
7: Well, that's that's the plan. We're going to do our best. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you guys.
1: Coach Walms, uh, Coach Dryling, and his staff has got Aquinas playing his best football at the right time.
2: You know, Coach Dryling's talking to them about dominating a line of scrimmage offensively and defensively the entire game.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Let's go ahead and move on to the 5A championship game and bring in Coach Joel Appleby from Mill Valley, and uh, with three seconds left in the game, I didn't know if we would be talking to somebody else this week, but we are talking to you with a great win. First off, I want to give tons of credit to Blue Valley Southwest the season. They had the performance they put on. Um, it's a shame that someone had to lose that game, uh, but, I, you know, what a great game that was, 48-47. You score in the final seconds. Uh, your quarterback, Daniel Blaine, dives in the end zone <laughs> and is quickly dogpiled by everybody, almost everybody on the team. What? Uh, is it a blur at times when you look back at the last couple of minutes of that game or is it, has it sunk in or, you know, you guys had to get right back to practice.
8: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's sunk in, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those games we knew it was going to be a game like that, you know, um, like you said, blue by Southwest is, is a really, really good team. It's, they're, they're right up there, you know, with some of the best we've seen, especially in the passing game. I mean, they, they, uh, Dylan Dunn is as good as quarterback as you'll find in high school football. Um he is such an accurate quarterback. Their receivers catch absolutely everything. Um, they're very, very good. And uh, but you know, one thing that our kids, I I truly believe that, you know, that they believe no matter what, no matter the situation, um, they believe that we can get the job done, you know, and and uh, you know, defensively, yeah, we give up some points, but we got stops when we had to, you know, and that that again it comes back to that belief, you know, what we do, you know, as a program and and uh you know, same thing offensively, the last two drives, there was no question, you know, in our huddle uh, whether we were going to score or not. They knew we were going to score, you know. And so, um, like you said, all the credit in the world, the Blue Bay Southwest, they're a great team. Um, but I'm really, really proud of our kids. I thought they fought and uh, they uh, scrapped, they clawed, they did everything they needed to do to get that win. So uh, very proud of them.
2: Coach, you may have just addressed this, but thinking about your senior class and thinking about the intangibles that they bring to the table, what what do they bring to the table that are just the intangibles of the game?
8: Well, you know, it's funny you say that. Cause we, that was, that was the talk all week long that I was giving them is like, you know, you know, we have the intangibles, the intangibles to us is, is how committed our kids are to what they do, you know, um, how consistent they are with what they do. You know, it's a, uh, the consistency of, of, uh, you know, the early workouts, the, the, the film preparation that we do on a, on a weekly basis, you know, when you commit to those kind of things, um, you know, success follows. And so, um, those are our, those are the intangibles that I truly believe that, you know, again, your senior class did a great job of leading that way. Um, you know, and, and, uh, it did a great job, you know, all year long of, uh, of doing those of taking care of those intangibles.
1: Well, as you look forward to, to caping, um, you know, it's a different team than you played, and you, you've been there quite a few times. And You played some like Wichita Northwest a couple different times, you played Mays a couple times. Uh, this is a new team. Uh, they played here in town against St. James earlier this year. How much have you got the chance to see them? And and what do they look like anybody you played, or is it uh, what do you expect us to get out of Cape this week?
8: Um, probably the most similar scheme wise, uh, would be a Sean Mission Northwest, um, offensively uh, that they run. Um defensively, uh, schematically, they, they, they're they kind of similar to the last couple opponents where, you know, they're going to give you multiple looks, you know, and they're going to fly around and play very, very hard. And um, and so, you know, the, the, they got a really good running back. Um, he's, you know, he's got, I think, 3,000 plus yards uh, on the year, um, I think close to 8,000 yards in his career. Um, he's very, very good, uh, strong, um, fast, uh, explosive. Uh, they got a very uh fundamentally sound offensive line um you know and so they're going to run the ball they're a lot lot kind of like us this year um you know they're going to run the ball and uh use the play action pass pass and um you know the, their quarterback's a solid player he manages the game well so it it should be a heck of a contest um you know they they uh, we respect the hat, heck out of you know what they've done it's obvious that they are coached very very well coach Sharks is one of the you know best coaches in the you know, the history of, of Kansas. Uh he's had a lot of success of all the places he's been. So I'm well aware of uh, you know, that they're gonna be really, really well coached.
2: Coach, it seems like they've allowed a lot of points in the playoffs. How have people moved the football against them?
8: Um, well, a little bit of everything. I mean, they play a lot of passing teams. Um, uh, but the teams, you know, last week uh they uh had a really, really good running back. Um thought moved the ball, you know, fairly well on him, you know, running the ball. But uh, like i said that they they are uh they're they're a solid defense where they just play so hard you know and so it's going to be a heck of a challenge
1: well coach when you have a group like like this that are now your fifth group to go <laughs> go through this week of practice and do things uh this group of seniors don't know any other way to do thanksgiving holidays uh as as even as eighth graders if you think about it in that that sense um does that Help, I assume, in just the preparation. But also, is there a, a thought that might creep in that they expect to win and maybe just, you know, aren't as focused as they need to be? How do you balance those two things? Lean oh, on that experience, but yet yeah, make sure that you hammer home. It it doesn't matter that we've been here 10, 15, however many times, you know, we gotta we gotta go out and take care of our business.
8: Oh, uh, there's no question. That thought thought comes to my mind all the time, you know, <laughs> that you know they the, the just think you know, we're gonna walk out there and things are gonna take care of themselves. Um, but this group, uh, you know, they, they work really hard, like I said, on a weekly basis. I mean, I, I mean, I think it's been shown um, this year, you know. And so, you know, we talked about, you know, the beginning of the year, this is a chance for this senior class to leave its own legacies, to write its own story. Um, and they're doing just that, you know. And, and I truly believe, you know, um, you know, this group, they aren't going to take anything for granted, you um, they understand that uh, it's a new year, no matter what. We're, we we can learn a lot from, like you said. You know, there's some, it, there's some positives for sure of being, you know, knowing what it's like to practice this week, um, knowing what it takes. You know, those are all things that are very very positive. Um, but I have no doubt this group's going to take advantage of all that as well too. They take advantage of the time to prepare, you know, take advantage of the uh, the the practice that we have, and and uh, uh, they're just a great group. Uh, the, all of them, you know, every single kid that's in this locker room. I um, truly believe that uh, you know if we do, if we take care of us and and don't beat us, uh, you know that uh, we're at least going to be in the uh, give ourselves a chance to to win the game.
1: Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Uh, this is the best part of the year. We get to openly root, uh, go down and uh, bring bring home another uh, state championship to the Kansas City Metro.
8: All right, we'll do our best. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
1: All right, that's Mill Valley Coach Joel Appleby in his annual Thanksgiving week uh, conversation here on Preps Casey's. Football Friday night. We come back. We are going to talk with Ryan Wallace from GoPowerCat.com. You listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy
2: Auto.
3: Going back to Kansas City. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find. When
4: you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone
3: who has all the
4: knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes, someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office
5: independently owned and operated. At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices. Just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Hi, it's Derek Johnson, and I know there's nothing better than being part of a team.
1: A group of great people you can count on and learn from. The Sheet Metal Workers Local Number
5: 2 are growing their team and looking for quality men and women who want to build Kansas City's future. While you're making KC a better place, you'll also get great pay and benefits while gaining lifelong skills. Explore the possibilities at Sheet Metal 2. Org. That's sheepmetal2.org and take a step towards a fulfilling and
4: rewarding
3: way of life. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick your next vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, Subaru, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 10 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome
1: back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold wamsgons and a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like the University of Kansas Health System. Again, this year, there's a sports medicine walk-in clinic. Uh, it's orthopedic from... Uh, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays and Monday through Friday 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. on the Orthopedic Same Day Care Clinic at the Indian Creek Campus. Patients with acute orthopedic injuries like sprains, strains, and fractures can walk in and see an orthopedic expert without an appointment. Injuries happen in everyday life or playing sports, so check them out. They're great. Uh, My son broke his arm and went in there on a Saturday and got looked at and he healed quickly thanks to the University of Kansas Health System. Uh, We appreciate everything they do for high school football. Let's go ahead and get back into football and bring in a coach one of our Remax Big Three games, and again, it's all—they're all Big Three games. There's only three games. Uh, Jesse Owen from Gardner-Edison, Coach, you're back where you wanted to be, uh, back in the 6A title game again, and um, really impressive performance last week. You gave up the field goal right off the bat, and people, you know, the the, the 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 kind of shuddered out there, like, "Oh wow, Blue Valley's got it going again." But then you you kind of ran away from there, 35 to three last week against a, a Blue Valley team that was playing as well as anybody in the state uh, the last few weeks. Uh, that's very talented and playing fantastic football what did you like about that game and the way your kids just took care of their business and now this week you've got derby coming
9: well i'm just very very proud of our football team you know uh the players and the coaches they handled they handled that game very well And blue valley we have a lot of respect for them they were playing their best ball down the stretch and and obviously they have a a tradition rich program, you know, to so to play a program like that in a in a semifinal game and perform the way we did. I mean, it, it was awesome.
2: Coach, after 12 weeks and heading into the final game of the season state championship, what do you like about your receiver group? I think that's a special group of guys.
9: Well they're very experienced, you know, and coach they're also pretty good. They're talented. So that <laughs> um you know, but they're uh that position group like, like all of our guys, they're just unselfish. You know, um, we're not a spread pass happy team. You know, we do like to throw it, uh, throw it around a little more than a traditional flex bone team, but uh, our, our kids are very unselfish and they do a lot of blocking and they do whatever they can to help kind of make the plan work. And uh, I would say it starts right there with just the people, you know, they're, they're just, they, they, they're great character kids.
1: Defensively. Uh, when you look at Derby, are they like somebody you've seen uh, or do they do some things that you've seen before or is this kind of uh, a lot of learning going on this week
9: a lot of learning um, they they are uh, the fastest team we have seen uh, every position group they, they they're just quick you know and that includes uh, their down linemen uh, but they're just fast they're they're extremely well coached uh, they do play kind of a spread style but they do like to run the ball and be physical and um, they're, they're really good. It, it, it'll be our, our biggest challenge to date.
2: Coach, when you talk about them running the football, I think we have to talk about your linebackers. How do you feel about that group?
9: Our linebackers have been solid all year long, coach. Uh, they're, they're fundamentally sound. Um, again, they, they execute the plan. Their, their fits have been pretty good all year long. Um, and they'll have to play a, a terrific game, uh, this Saturday against Derby
1: last year, this time, all this was new um, for, for the coaching staff and, and for your players. Uh, is there a little more comfort in knowing the, the the plan and just, you know, the kids know what to expect, you know, what to do on Monday, what to do on Tuesday, how to handle Thanksgiving, um, how to get in the bus, you know, getting on the bus, heading into Emporia, being in that locker room, being on that field.
9: I'd like to think so. Yes. Um, you know, but um, at the end of the day, we're going to go play a football game, and, and our kids have been preparing every week to play in big games, and, and that's kind of been the message all year long is if you don't treat every week like it's a big game, then you're not going to have the opportunity to play in a big game. And so it's business as usual around here, and we're getting ready to go play football. Well, tell me this.
1: Uh, when you go through this season, um, you only had the one loss. The way your guys have played, especially down the stretch, Defensively complementing the offense, uh, I think I don't think your defense gets nearly enough credit because everybody wants to talk about bone and things you do there. Um, what what kind of work have these kids put in? I mean, I, I, how has it been each week? There's got, I mean, I don't want to say it's easy for a coach for the group that you have, but <laughs> the, the 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 way you performed and taking care of your business, it seems like there's some, some hurdles as a coaching staff that you maybe haven't had to do because these kids have come so prepared and ready to go.
9: Well, uh, our defense is certainly the heart and soul of our team. You know, they, they've they been excellent all year long, but I, I would say it's just a compliment to, you know, our coaches for, uh, you know, holding the kids to a standard during practice uh, for how they practice. And certainly a compliment to the kids for meeting those uh, expectations and, and just, you know, just focused and giving really good effort, you know, every single day at practice. Uh, and again, that's, that's, that starts with our senior class. We have uh, very good leaders in that class. We have several players that have been starting since their sophomore season. And so they've they've kind of uh, been through the grinder, so to speak. And I always say that experience is the best teacher. And I, I think they're just an experienced group that's, that's focused and hungry.
2: Coach, when you watch Derby in special team situations, what problems could they create for you and and how is your special teams playing going into this game?
9: Well, they pose a lot of problems. That uh, They have uh, not one, not two, but they have four return men that are that are all capable of, of making you look silly. Uh, very fast, elusive guys. Um, their coverage units are sound. Uh, they are very aggressive with their pump block. Um, so that, that'll be another focus for us this week as it was last week. Uh, and we'll have to do a little bit better than we did last week. Um, and they've got a field goal kicker that's, that's, uh, been doing really well, you know, in the playoffs. And so, uh, we're going to have to be sound in that phase of the game and, and, uh, you know, we're just going to have to be sound in all three phases of the game. We're going to have to play extremely well to, 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 to beat this football team.
1: Well, if you don't punt, that probably will help a lot of that right there. You don't have to worry about their punt returns if you don't punt, right?
9: Yeah, well, that that's good advice. I'm gonna... <laughs> okay, note taken.
1: <laughs> well, Coach, uh, good luck. Uh, we, we like this week because we get to root for you guys. Uh, go go down to Emporia and uh, bring back a state title to Kansas City.
9: Well, thank you, man. I appreciate everything and all the coverage and attention for our, for our football program. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving.
1: All right, that's Gardner Engine Coach Jesse Owen. He is in the 6A title game against Derby in Emporia. When we come back, we're going to talk with Ryan Walsh from GoPowerCat.com. He was the Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find
0: At Price Chopper,
5: we're always chopping prices just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and
4: you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like Cy Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
1: Preps KC's football Friday night driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And we are here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Expanding Internet. With speeds faster than a gig, you can power a house full of connected devices all at once. All right, let's wrap up our Kansas Hour like we always do with Ryan Walsh from GoPowerCat.com. And Ryan, three really good uh, semifinals last week. We'll save the best for last. Uh, let's start in 4A. Aquinas, uh, you know, Oxy, good for them making it to the semifinals. But just to, on video, you could tune into that game and you could see the size advantage and the things that Aquinas had. They are really playing fantastic football, and they get Andover Central this week. Uh, Aquinas is is really done a great job down the stretch as they've gotten healthy, becoming a team. I think a lot of us thought they would they, they would be all season, but injuries kind of derailed them there in the middle.
10: Yeah, and I mean, it, the the. The honest truth here to be brutal is that this is probably the least appealing uh, of the three, <laughs> you know, high class, uh, large classification state championships on the Kansas side. I think what it boils down to on top of what you just said, Dion, is Andover Central is a team that I don't think has been tested, um, not only in their schedule, but in the physicality yeah. size of the roster that they were going to see from St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, you know, Eisenhower was a team at the 5A level uh, that Andover Central saw earlier this year, and it was their worst loss of the season. And I think if you put Eisenhower on, and St. Saint Tom- Saint Thomas Aquinas on the same field, uh, a little bit different styles, but at the same time, uh, I think Eisenhower is one of the better uh, roster makeups in terms of kind of comparison uh, or comparing to Aquinas and uh, again, that that doesn't bode well when it was Andover Central's worst <laughs> loss of the season. Um, again, I just think Aquinas is built to where they're a steamroller on offense and they are so big and so just blunt force on defense. Um, when you look at a team like Andover Central that already probably relies a little bit more heavily on their defense than their offense this year, that doesn't bode well when you're going against the Saints who have just uh, blistered people on defense this season.
2: Ryan, did that surprise you that Andover Central beat Wamigo?
10: Uh, probably uh, the the margin surprised me a little bit. I thought that would be a little bit more narrow. Twenty six to seven was not um, what I had anticipated. But at the same time, uh, Andover Central's had a, a nice uh, program brewing for several years. They had Isaac Sheeran a couple years ago that I believe got clipped by Wamigo. Now his younger brother and kind of a a, a newer cast. Uh, of, of guys at Andover Central have the Jaguars playing really good football. So um, I, I just don't know. They're, they're kind of running into a buzzsaw, Coach. But uh, uh, to answer your question, a little bit surprised at the margin, but not surprised that they were victorious. All right, let's
1: move on to 6A. Um, and I think no surprise that Gardner's there. Derby's been, you know, a little, not all over the board, but they have been, you know, you're not out of your realm to say, I expect Derby to be there every year because that's Derby. Um, yeah. But they had to go through a little tougher thing, and they had you know a tough game uh, with Washburn Rule last week. It was close. It, it, Derby, if you're Gardner, you always have to take Derby very seriously. But I don't know if this is the same Derby of, say, three or four years ago.
10: No, it's not. Um, I, I will say this about Derby in terms of preparing for what they're about to see from the Trailblazers. They faced two weeks in a row now opponents that I think are very – um, like-minded in terms of what Gardner wants to do when uh, I've, i had a chance to see Washburn rural in person earlier this season, really disciplined team, physical team, defensive minded. Um, and at the same time on offense, they want to try and run the ball first. Uh, and Derby was able to squeak out a win there the week before that at Manhattan Derby goes on the road again uh, and beats another team that is uh, very sound, physical, Run first approach. So, if there is anything, if there's something working in Derby's favor, it's the fact that I think they come into this game maybe better prepared for Gardner than if they had seen uh maybe a Wichita East, you know, or somebody of that nature last week. So, when you look at Derby on film, I think uh, what stands out to me is this will be one of the more explosive teams that I think Gardner Edgerton has seen this season. Braxton Clark uh is uh, coach's son and has been at the helmet quarterback for multiple years now. Really good athlete, kind of a Dylan Dunn-esque type of player uh, for them. And then he's surrounded on offense by really good speed, some dynamic speed. Derek Hubbard, undersized player, really quick. Uh, They play a freshman, uh, Finley, that uh, they'll put in the slot a little bit, and he's even faster than Hubbard. Uh, There are kind of some rumblings that maybe he's the next Dylan Edwards uh, coming out of Derby, and then DeSan Brame who uh, is nationally ranked as a junior in his recruiting class, a top 100 player. Uh, I believe he's a top five tight end who will give Gardner Edgerton everything they can handle. But here's the thing about Gardner Edgerton. They were here last year. They arguably were should have won it last year. You know, Uh, they were they were right on the doorstep uh, of winning it last year. And I think they've got something to play for. I think they play well in games where they're kind of counted out. We saw that maybe a little bit earlier this season at Mill Valley. Uh, and this is a team that is so big. Um, usually we say that about Derby and this year it's Gardner that uh, I, I like Gardner Edgerton's chances in this one. Like you said, Dion, I think you go into this year in and you're out thinking, well, Derby, Derby will be the favorite Derby's been here. It's a different Derby team. They're not unbeatable. They have struggled at times. I think Gardner Edgerton has the components on offense to keep Derby's offense off the field, uh, this is a really, really compelling game at Emporia State.
2: Ryan, when you look at last year's Gardner team and this year's Gardner team, how do you feel this year's team is better than that group from last year?
10: Well, I think for one, I think they've got a little bit more on offense. I think last year, them moving uh, Kindler over to linebacker, specifically just having him play linebacker, uh, has allowed them to get a little bit more diversity in their run game. You're seeing Braven Powell do it a little bit more. He's also taken the next step as a passer coach, which we've talked about. I think he's grown, and that's helped grow their offense, which has gotten a guy like Randy Singleton involved, who I'm not sure was as dynamic uh, last year as he is this year. Uh, um, and then I look, again, moving Kenler back over to defense. They've, again, allowed some running backs to get more carries, uh, Padilla is a really good player that they've gotten more involved. And then you've allowed Kindler to just be kind of the quarterback on defense. DBAC has grown. Uh, the defensive line has taken the next step. if I had to pick right now, guys, I think I, I'm talking myself into picking Gardner Edgerton in this game. There's just this team has built been built for this. Since they walked off the field last year um with their heads down to Manhattan, they have been on a mission. The only thing that has beaten Gardner Edgerton this year has been Gardner Edgerton. It has been the fumbles. It has been, you know, timeless, you know, or careless miscues uh, at the worst times. If they can avoid beating themselves, they're just so powerful uh, and so determined. I like Gardner Edgerton to, you know, get a win against a, a high profile, prolific program like Derby.
1: They haven't beaten themselves in almost two months. <laughs> that's
10: the thing. Yeah, that's I mean, the,
1: the way they played against blue Valley and really against everybody in the postseason shows the level of focus they've got going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the game last week. Um, Mill Valley and blue Valley Southwest. We thought it would be close. Um, it did come down to absolutely the last play of the game. Uh, and, and when, when blue Valley Southwest missed that third down, and there was three minutes left. I was like way too much time. And it, Mill Valley had been moving the ball. They moved the ball so quick down there. That was almost like, take your time a little bit. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to get the ball back to Blue Valley Southwest. You were there. I, I watched it on TV. The atmosphere seemed unbelievable.
10: Fantastic. Is, is it one of the best high school football games you've ever been to? It's, it's, it's up there. Um, it was definitely one of the best games I've seen this year and it didn't start out that way. Um, you know, if you're Joel Appleby, I think you go into the state championship this weekend um, in as good as way as you possibly could have coming out of there, I think if they had steamrolled Southwest like they had started off, um, you know, I don't know if that's maybe what you want going in against a team like Capin, yeah. Because again, Capin is just so disciplined. Uh, it's you know, Omari Elias that is just uh an incredible running back having a historic season in Kansas, and they are methodical in their approach where they can easily get a team to just quit on themselves. So I think if Mill Valley had gone in there, you know, having steamrolled Southwest, I'm not sure that's really what you want. In this case, Joel Appleby gets a team where he can look at him and say, guys, we were this close from not being here, you know? So if you don't take each snap against Capen very, very seriously and not take your foot off the gas, they will bury you. And so if you're Joel Appleby, that's great. Uh, on the other hand, uh, and I love Joel Appleby and I love the Mill Valley program, one of my favorites to cover across the Metro. I I'm going to honestly say this. I think Southwest outplayed them th- for three quarters. I think if you take out the first quarter, I thought Southwest did enough in all the other three quarters to win that game. They just, you know, there was a couple third downs late in that game where they were not able to convert. And then obviously the defense could not get a stop, could not get off the field that last series. But again, kind of you take the the two last possessions for Southwest on offense and defense. You could make a very compelling argument that they were the better team for three quarters. Uh, That being said, this is a Mill Valley team that uh, has figured it out. Um, The quarterback, Deion, I'm blanking on his name. Daniel Blaine. Forgive me, has just taken enormous steps this season. And when I talked to Joel Appleby after the game, one of the things that he said, not only the quarterback's progression, but you look at Mason Kemp and you look at Gus Hawkins and they are playing some of the best football of any offensive tackle duo that is left in any classification in Kansas. Uh, they're big. They're uh, very technically savvy. And that'll be an interesting matchup because you're going to have Gus Hawkins and Mason Kemp going up against uh, one of the fast rising emerging juniors in the state for next season. And that's Capon's Kyle Kia, who goes about six four six five, two o five two ten, 210, Very good athlete, very quick and can give you fits in a hurry. And so it'll be interesting to see kind of if Mill Valley can get that run game going again uh, and try and get things maybe going away from Kia, um, that'll be good. Make him try and chase the ball. Uh, Otherwise, if they're left to try and maybe air it out a little bit, which again, Southwest forced them to do a little bit late in that second half. uh, It'll be interesting to see if Kyle Kia doesn't pressure that pocket uh, or if Gus Hawkins and Mason Kemp can, you know, contain and let Mill Valley do their thing on offense. Well, they're going to be without Tristan be- Baker. Oh, sorry, Coach.
2: Go ahead. Do you think this this game's going to be like last week? There's going to be 95 points scored in this game.
10: I do. Uh, I mean, I do. I, I like um I like what Capen does on offense. They're very one dimensional, um, and so I do think that plays into Mill Valley's hands a little bit because I think Mill Valley's strength right now, anybody that's watched, whether it's last week, whether it's week one, uh, their strength is the front seven, not the back half on defense um capon does not throw the ball they don't want to throw the ball and to be honest they don't throw it well uh they are a one-headed monster with amari elias but nobody has been able to slow him yet this year this year it seems like um so i i think capon will be able to to run the ball fairly, fairly well uh mill valley should adjust um i would expect them to um and then on offense even though there's no tristan baker I still think there's enough components there for your Mill Valley. They've got enough in the stable where if they need to bring an underclassman or two in to run the ball, I think they can do that. Uh, And then again, I think the quarterback run game was so good last week. They can rely on that too. And I'm not sure Capen has really seen a a roster like Mill Valley is going to throw at them too. So you're right, coach. I think it'll be high scoring and it could be one of those where all it takes is one or two stops. And you'll end up, you know, winning that game late.
1: Yeah, I think so. And 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 when Baker went down, they had guys come in and they they still ran the ball pretty well. Baker's yeah. dynamic. I mean, he yeah. he. I mean, it, there was a couple runs, touchdown runs, where Baker. This is how good Mill Valley's offensive line was. He had a touchdown run where he wasn't touched and had three linemen running down the field with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there were some spots in there where you know they were doing so well on offense it, 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 that their offensive line was. Uh, really clicking. But at the same time, Southwest got up and down the field fine, too. They, 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 they didn't have an answer for that in the, in the passing defense. So
10: I think this game and 6A are just so close. Uh, I like Gardner maybe a little bit more in 6A for some reason, which feels weird going against Derby. Um, but it seems like every time you I've wanted to count out Capen at times this year against teams that maybe have more athleticism or uh, teams that are, again, just more versatile – They're 11 and one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I don't want to pick against Mill Valley a second week in a row. I I don't know if I'm going to do that. Uh, (laughs) But at the same time, I'm not ready to pick Capen either. This one, this one could be the most dogfight uh, of any of the games that we see again in the large classes. No doubt about that. Well, Ryan, uh, have a good Thanksgiving and we will chat with you again next week. All right. Thank you
1: guys. All right. That's gopowercat.com's Ryan Wallace. He joins us every week. All right. We're closing out the Kansas hour. And as we do, we do on a sad note. On Monday, uh, the area lost a, a great man in Mark Huppy, former basketball coach and athletic director at uh, St. James. Uh, just a great man. Uh, he'll be missed um, and has had profound influence on plenty of young people all throughout uh, Johnson County and, and the Kansas side. And you could see that with the, the outpouring uh, on the first of the week after he passed away. We're going to miss you, Mark. You're one of the best. Uh, we appreciate everything you did for um, high school kids here in the Metro. All right, we come back. We're going to jump across the state line and talk all things Missouri football. Feels some Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Audubon.
4: Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the all-star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the RE-MAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's RE-MAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app. Each office independently owned and operated.
3: As you're driving today, look around you. The roads and bridges, the high-rises, the stadiums, the performing arts center. Who built them? The highly skilled men and women at the Kansas City Building and Construction Trades. Are you looking to get into a hands-on profession that pays for excellence? Train to be the best. Click on a new career today at bunion.com. That's B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com.
0: At Price Chopper, we're always chopping prices,
5: just like we're always making sure you get the best cut every time. Our expert meat cutters work hard to give you the freshest cuts of KC Pride beef you love at a price you'll love even more. And with our 200% guarantee on KC Pride beef, you can be sure you're giving your family the very best. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
6: Hey, Chief's Kingdom.